0: I I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Oh, uh, uh, this shit is bananas. B A N A N A S. This shit is Trumpet. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hello. Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie and I'm Brandy and this is the podcast where we recap the week in politics like we are recapping of the week in reality TV and there's
1: no break from it. There's no rest for the weary, girl. No, no, no rest, no, okay? No. It's the second week of the damn year, and we got war, and we got impeachment, <laughs> yeah. okay? It ain't no joke. You'd think this podcast would be more popular with all this shit going on. <laughs> You'd think so. But it isn't. So. But we, we do thank Joshua for our
0: 14 listeners. Yes, Joshua has given us wonderful blessings. And people don't realize it, but the generosity and support of 14 people means more than 100,000 haters, okay? Just ask the Vanderpump crew. That's
1: right, okay? They spend half their fucking day blocking their quote-unquote fans, literally, okay? Literally, literally. So, and that is why we take the time to acknowledge the people who send us gifts and notes, okay? So we don't need yo notes if it gets on your nerves. okay? so just bug off, hit the little fast forward button Mm. and go on all to politics. If that's what you're here for, we understand some people. If there are people who are actually here for the politics, I'd be surprised. (laughs) But I know there are people who find this beginning part annoying. Right. And um, can't stop, won't stop because we love we love everyone who's so generous. And I just want to say we got a huge box of treats and literally (laughs) 20 full size boxes of tissues from Kristen Snyder who's a Patreon family member. And at the same time, we got another huge box of treats and tissues and some very fancy dessert wine from wine expert in training and Patreon family member, Catherine Mazzichelli. Mm -hmm. And she said we could call her Maz. Now we talked about their gifts and thanked them on our Patreon podcast, but we were on drugs and the shit was a hot mess. Okay. (laughs) So it was not a proper thank you. And I wanted to acknowledge them here because We love them both. It was so thoughtful. I've been macking on Red Hots like it's going out of style. mm -hmm. So we love Kristen and Maz. So we just wanted to acknowledge that here. Yeah, well, certainly
0: here. And for those of you who don't know, we have a Patreon podcast. (laughs) So uh, you should go to Patreon.com slash Dumb Gay Politics and subscribe. If you enjoy our voices and our... Our tones and our just whatever But you're like you know I'm not really I don't want to listen to more Politics well guess what you don't have to because we Don't talk about politics on the Patreon. we literally talk
1: About nothing but you do Have to be prepared that sometimes Maybe every Third time we do Get on drugs and it can go <laughs> Go real ham okay And then I'm just like did, what did we say last Night and Julie's like I don't know and I'm like Oh god um,
0: I don't know but All that's well you know what But I do know that I rapped and a in, that's right uh, she did
1: some cardi b so you know what I mean. we spent the day getting high and doing just dance 2020 <laughs> and um and and uh yeah and that's where that <gasps> i'm sore too now it's great it's i <sighs> mean all because of carrie pope and her baby linus who he got us back into just dance yeah okay so liam p meow, meow, mm-hmm. He is one of our Patreon subscribers. He listens to the regular podcast. We love him to pieces. He Last year, he sent us a picture of him and his two sons and I his, and his husband, it. Rob. I see them. We love their picture. They're just like in some park in England, just <sighs> looking British or Irish or I don't know why I always think Liam is an Irish name, but it's a British name, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. Like I'm, look, I'm looking at that family and being like, please, sir. Like Will you adopt us I know. too? What do they call dads? I know they go mom. Do they say, P-, I don't know, Pup? mom and dad? I don't think, do they say dad? I don't know. I'm I not sure. I don't
0: know. Liam, what do your sons call you? Well, what do British sons call
1: British dads? Maybe they go, duh. Because I've heard, I've heard, <laughs> yeah, duh. I've heard, I think it's dad. I've heard French children oh. at the airport um, what do they say, say, Papa? Yeah, Papa. Oh, and papa. I'm like, oh my God, my ovaries throbbing. Papa? That's fucking cute. Um, He sent us a goddamn Amazon gift card, which, Liam, that is not necessary. You do not. We don't need gifts. I know we talk about them, but and they are touching, but we don't need them, do we? No, no. We will spend that um, gift card, though. Liam. So thank you. (laughs) So,
0: (laughs) And I will eat every piece of food that comes in here and blow my nose in every piece of tissue. Oh,
1: God, the tissues. So dear Julian Brandy. I wanted to write to thank you for your podcast. I love the extra Patreon episodes. It always makes me smile when Brandy says, should we delete this? Or <laughs> this is the worst episode ever, as they are often my faves. I you do- did
0: say that, by the way, last uh, night. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, I did you like the last 100%. one, Liam, because that one was real rough. <laughs> He says I wanted to let you know that your podcast Has been really important to me I have genuinely felt like I'm listening to Two close friends chat Your view of the world your rage Snark kindness and friendship Are such a breath of fresh air and somehow We are in tune well of course We're in tune you're British you're hot you're cool (laughs) I mean it makes perfect sense Liam He said I love Brandy's Approach to the world and her music taste Amongst Uh others I loathe Bono too thank you (laughs) And British And Julie's anger and softness, anger and softness, really do chime with me. That's nice. Anger and softness. That's a perfect description of you. Thank you you for seeing me. I genuinely can never thank you enough for the laughs as they got me through some dark moments or just when I was in my feelings. At certain points, I really needed your, your reminder to laugh, not to be too serious, and that others also had shit going on. Know that I will be forever grateful for your approach to the world and sharing your friendship.
0: Well, that's nice. So nice. Liam, thank you. (sighs) Yeah, thank you for sharing your Amazon gift card. (laughs) Thank you for sharing your
1: picture, uh, your husband. He sent that last year the way (sighs) everyone should be doing. Thank God he sent his gift. I mean, his picture before he sent his gift because it's like we need to know we like a face with the name. Mm -hmm. It was a really nice letter. Like, so nice. It does feel good to get those, right? Yeah, it really does. And you know what? A lot of people, we spent. (laughs) A good year and a half In our feelings On and off And and, a, and six months Of varying in them And it's like It helps to know That other people You know They're in them And a lot of people Are struggling At any given time You don't know People are suffering loss Or going through yeah, things yep. And you know People get sicknesses and their parents oh my god, get you sick just can't and their kids get
0: sick. Everyone is always going through something and when we're going through something you think that it's the most it's the most important it's like it's your whole life it's your oh my god I'm going through blah, blah, blah. but then just to hear that other people are going through st- stuff too it just really it's comforting it's soothing it's it also is. people are also inspiring and And we're all just getting through. We're all just getting through, and we're
1: all just getting through. And there are a few dicks who um, some dicks who uh, unsubscribed because they like some dicks. They're like, we don't need two old whores being in their feelings. That's not what I'm here for. And it's like, well, then goodbye. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. So good riddance. Yeah, good riddance. But there was far more, far more supportive people and who were who were, you know. So in our in our uh, rash of of holiday gifts that we got two. Little hallmark envelopes showed up And inside were these Chinese lanterns They're like wish lanterns You make a wish You write it down You put it in the lantern And you send it up into the sky And I think that sounds so beautiful There's a lantern festival That I always want to go to in Vegas really? Where they give you It's like $200 I kind of wanted to take my mom too Because it's always in October We should take Pam you, my, my mom would probably be the cynical one Like what are we doing here Like let's go to the casino But you roll out It's like a huge festival You roll out They give you a mat and a lantern And, you, and a number And you like find your little area In this huge festival And then you roll out your mat I love that I'm selling this They should send me a fucking free one <laughs> So you roll out your mat You sit on it it's, it's nighttime It's all stars And then it's like okay You know I don't know And then you sit there And you write your thing it's your thing that you're, you know, I don't know that you can write more than one. Then and everybody has their lantern and then it's like three, two, one. Everybody puts that shit oh, and they're covering the sky. It's like Tangled. Yeah. The movie. How beautiful would that um, be?
0: I want to go right now. Yeah. I want to go do that. We
1: should do it this year. I think they might have it twice a year. Might be another place besides Vegas, but we can drive to Vegas. The so
0: Lantern Festival. Well, we don't
1: need to wait because we got these lanterns in the mail and there was no card. And no note. Yeah, right. And we were like, God damn it, Jim. So we were like, Okay, we're gonna mention it on the podcast. Turns out, sweetie, Sarah <laughs> Decker. Okay, our big Lebowski sister. Uh, it's Uncle Brad and and Aunt Sarah. Just kidding. Sarah's Uncle Brad's niece. It's Uncle Brad and our niece Sarah, and she's such a boo. And literally, meow, meow I know you forgot this. What last year for New Year's, she sent us crystals. And they came with no note from some motherfucker oh, on Etsy. Right. So it's like now it's become a tradition for Sarah to give us the mystical gift to <laughs> ring in our new year with no note. And then it's a mystery. And you know what? In twenty twenty one, she'll send us something else and we'll go. Oh, well, no. And we'll go. It's Sarah. It's, it's Sarah. It's from the deck. <laughs> it's from the deck. The decker. It's from the deck. <laughs> the desk of the deck. <laughs> so we are Sarah, I mean, it's Happening. I don't know like when because I get very, very I need traditions. I need things. I don't just do things willy-nilly. We need to get these lanterns. Right. We're gonna have to have a whole thing. I'm gonna have to like burn something in addition to writing it. Mm, interesting. Like sage and all this shit. So we are yeah. we are first in line up at dawn to f- fucking set those lanterns off. And if you guys wanna plan a fucking DGP Reunite Tishan at the Lantern Festival in Vegas. We can all roll, and then you guys can all buy tickets to come see our show because we won't be <laughs> able to it right now. Um, We no one ever does live podcasts in Vegas because it's such a fucking hard place to do live podcasts. Oh but if God. we planned to all meet at the Lantern Festival, we can maybe do one.
0: That's true. That's an interesting. Well, I will start look. Well, let's let's figure out where we can do that.
1: Vegas. Yeah, let's do it because I know that would be fun, and that thing is. We can all have like a deep experience and we can do drugs too. And Pam will force drugs on Pam. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tiffany Fitch, meow. meow. Tiff yeah. Fitch. Tiffich. Mm-hmm. Tiffichi. <laughs> Tiffichi Fitch. She is from Salt Lake City. Okay, so we're all ready. Intrigued right It's a right. like Salt Lake City On the box yep. It's Tiff from Salt Lake City We're like Ooh right. who's this gonna be Who's this gonna be Right And you know We're rolling those dice But we feel strongly We're gonna open it up And see a Juliana Huff type And didn't we <laughs> Didn't we We weren't wrong This bitch Sent us a box Of classy Specialty treats Like an artisanal box But can I tell you Tiffy Tiffichy <laughs> It was the card And your picture That really Tugged At our shriveled Up Heartstrings mm-hmm. Meow meow
0: The family Oh I mean look at them Okay now I can't Okay let me read this okay. le- Let me read this card Because there were There were a few things I need to p- I want to pinpoint
1: But they are giving A Juliana Huff I would say giving Juliana you Juliana or Juliana Arian Juliana Huff Mormon Yes Perfect
0: Master race Oh
1: and the children <laughs> Are barefoot They look like they eat raisins With the sun <laughs> glinting In their hair Like they look So cute Yeah
0: <clears throat> Dear Julian Brandy, I feel weird introducing myself because we've been best friends in my head for years. Well, hello. This is Tiffany Fitch, one of your many fans and aspiring groupie. Where do I begin? You two are absolutely magical together, bringing so much goddamn joy in a world full of shitheads and thirst buckets. This gift <laughs> and my worshiping praise is long overdue. When I want to strangle a fellow employee at work, I listen to you too, and your voices are like a lullaby to my rage gremlin. I, of course, included a pick, even though I did want to hear Brandy yell at me. (laughs) The two adorable youth-gobbling, (laughs) patience-devouring children are my little fitchlings, guy
1: and daisy okay first of all did i not shit i actually shit an actual brick out of my asshole when i said did she name that little gorgina child guy yes that's so fucking cute tiff that is so cute that his name is guy i can't even take it yeah you did you die you 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 were you're yelling and she looks like a daisy because she's a little i tell you she's i picture her sitting in a grassy knoll eating a one single raisin which is my meal for the week with the sun (laughs) glinting off her blonde hair they both always know when I'm
0: listening to you two on my headphones because of how hard and often I laugh. The beefcake in the picture is my husband, Kyle, otherwise known as baby daddy. I died yeah, Ju- when I died. <laughs> Julie screamed at that. When tiff. you called him beefcake, I was like, uh-huh, I love and he is a beefcake. Beefcake. It's um, that's that's goals. Hashtag goals right there to be. To be referred to as a beefcake <laughs> I only dream to be referred to as a beefcake um, <laughs> The beefcake in the picture of mine is Kyle. Kyle encourages Encourages me to listen to you guys Often because how quickly You two can bring me back from a shitty mood Please never stop I will be devastated Happy money 20 love Tiff Fitch I mean and then, and then, then She in, said PS we look Mormon but We aren't <laughs> we are military <laughs> air force So that is something
1: <laughs> It's a Judith Lieber card You guys with a like literally a like a jewel encrusted Chihuahua on the front. Julie's gonna we're gonna put <laughs> yeah. it up with like next to our um our Renee McCann like jamazing jamazing yeah. fucking yeah card. And we're okay. we've gonna cause it's one of the cards we're gonna keep and it's so cute. I mean the box it had was, it was it had Karapi Frog notepad and pencils. And I don't know if you guys are up in the scene with karate Frog. But he's cute. He's Mammy's meow oh new favorite. Oh my God. Please. Um she Please. sent real sugar, and natural-ish red vines. Red vines with real sugar. They're almost all gone, by the way. And they were almost <laughs> all gone within five minutes, Tiff. <laughs> now Julie macked the red vines down. <laughs> I ate all of the sausage jerky. You're right. There was Duke's sausage jerky, which was like peach hickory flavor, and I also the, delicious. We were high as kites oh, when we got beyond. And, and like we mentioned earlier, that was when we did the Patreon. We basically ate her whole box when it arrived. Yeah, yeah. It, She gave champagne gummies, minute mug cake mix. Oh, I can't wait to eat those. Now, this is how we know, and now we got to wrap this up, but this is how I know that it was like baller treats because I bought us that brownie in a mug yes. from Walmart when we were in yes. Joshua Treats. Yes. That's the only store. This looks like I don't know where they sell They sell this at like a coffee shop I don't even know It's right. not at any store Like Martha you Stewart get, made it You can't get it at a grocery store In hand So Put it in the She plastic. sent us a famous women, women quiz game mm-hmm. Which I said the, I opened it and did the first question to Mow And she got it right It was about Michelle Obama What she studied in school D- Oh I did? I got that right? Yeah mm. um, And then also Park City Coffee Ground up and an awesome heart shaped rose quartz crystal For the Money 20 Cleansing We're gonna Put that rose, it's 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 shaped in a heart and it's pretty big and we're going to rub it all over our naked bodies and then send <laughs> the lanterns up into the air and money 20 is going to be chef's kiss, my friends. Chef's fucking kiss, beefcake 20. Let's get to Eye of the Shitstorm. <laughs> take some shit put it up on the wall check it out for a while
2: you take that shit up off of the wall put it down on the floor in a glass bowl you take some fuck put it up on the wall where the shit used to be
0: okay this week the eye of the shit storm took a sharp left and moved over to trump's impeachment as we speak both branches of congress are getting shit ready to start the hearings in the senate as soon as this week but no later than next week
1: Okay I can't stop eating red (laughs) hot Trump was already impeached by the House of Representatives so now the Senate has to vote that's the way it Works Mm -hmm. but since the Republicans have a Majority in the Senate there won't be Enough votes for impeachment unless 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 there's a secret Faction of Republicans that are Planning a coup behind the scenes now This could be possible (laughs) Um, it's not
0: Likely but it is not impossible There are definitely enough Republicans in the Senate that hate Trump, but it all comes down to who is up for re-election in November
1: and how the voters in their state feel about Trump. Exactly. And the appointed leader of the Senate, Mitch McTurtle, is from Kentucky, and those motherfuckers love Trump. Okay? But the thing is, meow meow, they don't like Mitch, and they never have. Mm. He gets the lowest approval ratings of all the senators in every state, every single year. Okay? So that's the big problem. If he wants to keep his Senate seat in November, Mitch needs to act like the sun rises and sets in Trump's asshole. And so that's just exactly what he's doing. And these high profile impeachment hearings are the perfect place for him to do it do it because now he gets to constantly mm. prove to the voters in Kentucky that he's here for Trump. It's all about Trump.
0: He's not right for
1: it. Blah blah blah.
0: And he also is on his own power trip of which he started Back in Obama and actually even back at Clinton. But we know specifically and particularly and especially during Obama where he said he was he was going to make
1: Obama a one term president. And he also blocked Merrick Garland. Oh, right. Right, Obama Supreme Court nominee. He blocked everything. I mean, he he cock blocked everything with Obama and is now. Uh, doing it particularly and specifically with these impeachment hearings for his own re-election in November so it's like I don't care whose dicks we gotta suck we're going down to Kentucky and we're gonna suck those dicks and that includes you gross the (laughs) man literally announced
0: that he will not be approaching this in a bipartisan or impartial way he fully has no problem saying this he told reporters that he was siding with the White House 100% and that he wants to get it done in a quick two-week trial and he won't call any new witnesses So the whole thing is basically a farce, and the best that we can hope for is to die in our sleep. I'm just kidding.
1: That's kidding, Roger. (laughs) Do you know the song (laughs) Mamma? And the best that you can hope for is to to die die in your sleep. You You got got to know know when to hold them. them. Go fuck off, Mitch McConnell. Know when to fold them. Fucking asshole. Know when to walk away. Mitch McConnell. From your Senate seat. You (laughs) never count (laughs) your voters.
0: But you do, Mitch McConnell. (laughs) When
1: you're sitting at the table. Dick. There'll be time enough for counting. Asshole.
0: When your term is done. Die. Um. Okay well what we hope is that some group of Republicans from states who hate Trump are gonna Fucking do something
1: about It I mean I can't let it go We can't I can't stop Imagining that it's like some Bullshit led by like Mitt Romney Who we know hates Trump I don't think well, Fucking they, Lisa Utah
0: Murkowski, Su- Susan stupid fucking Collins Mitt Romney and there are some other ones Who are at least publicly saying They're ki- they're yeah, They're kind of like I'd listen I'm the right well
1: Susan Collins (laughs) you know but but Mitt Romney I think Utah doesn't like Trump so it's so fucking fucked up it's literally and by the way by the way if anyone cares it's literally actually a Senate rule that before an impeachment trial senators have to swear an oath to do impartial just as a quote impartial justice according to the Constitution and laws Mitch McConnell's blatantly saying he won't do it and not only that Former National Security Advisor John Bolton agreed to testify before the Senate. He hasn't testified yet. He didn't testify before the House. And John Bolton knows every single thing that went on with Trump and the Ukraine call. He was so involved in that whole thing for so long that he literally had to resign to avoid being blamed. And Mitch McConnell is refusing to have him testify before the Senate. It's, you can't it's even, you can't believe, you
0: can't even. It's so shocking and unbelievable that You even watching him uh, And I've watched everything Mitch McConnell has said about the subject And he blatantly because Of the fact that there's Nothing legal necessarily About an impeachment process Right it's not technically, technically speaking right. They are able To wiggle and weasel Wiggle their wiggle wiggle wiggle
1: wiggle <laughs> Everything from just answers yeah, head.
0: they're <laughs> wiggling And weaseling around not just the rules but what but what's right what's ethical what's best for the country what's and what and what the truth is so mitch mcconnell um, you me, If you haven't noticed Chuck Schumer Nancy Pelosi have been like basically Going back and forth and Chuck Schumer particularly and Mitch McConnell go back on the Senate floor Back and forth with these speeches where they don't Actually speak to each other they have to speak to like The Speaker of the House yeah. or whatever but it's always like Miss Speaker he's a big fat b- Toilet douche like they don't <laughs> Right they, right Chuck Schumer Has been saying we want Since the um, we need more evidence We have more witnesses new evidence Is coming up we there's new witnesses Blah 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 we want Mick Mulvaney To come in we want um, The we want Mick Mulvaney's the chief of staff Right the White House since John Bolton Came out and said that he would he would Testify um, if he's subpoenaed Now they're like fucking John Bolton just said He would come so at least just tell us that you'll agree to let John Bolton come and be a witness, and then fucking Mitch McConnell goes back, and ex- I don't need to do anything. You don't tell me how to run this. We're going to run this the way it's going to run. And when we did it with Bill Clinton, it happened like this: blah 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 blah. We're, we all know this is partisan. We all know this is politics. Let's not pretend we're doing something we're doing that we're not doing.
1: So no. And the thing is, they keep going back to talking about Bill Clinton. So it just has a, a little a flashback. When Bill Clinton got impeached, the same thing happened. The House impeached him and the Senate overturned it. However, back then, Bill Clinton was a Democrat. The Republicans owned the House and Democrats owned the Senate. Right. right. So Republicans impeached him and the Democrats shot it down. Now, that said, kind of the same thing did go on where the Democratic Senate uh, wasn't necessarily committing to hearing any specific evidence or witnesses, but the thing was, the White House was fully co- um, complying with every request. They weren't right. stonewalling. Like right. Trump, whether it was the fucking dossier, whether it was right. the uh, Mueller investigation, Trump has been stonewalling. Right. They, they refuse every single um, subpoena, and if yes. you are in the White House and you go to the subpoena, you are then fired. Right, right. They're not allowing anyone Mm-mm. to
0: talk, nobody to do anything, Mm-mm. no documents, no mm-hmm. whatever. And also... It just uh, if you didn't know the transcript of the phone call where this is all going back to the transcript of the phone call is not an actual transcript. It is a it's a paraphrase. It's a paraphrase. So done in order by to, and given by them. Correct.
1: And it still implicates him. They right. wrote it.
0: Just think about that. Yeah. Just think about that. Like they in or they are so calculated that they know that they they. They have to encapsulate a little bit of The truth right but they can't do all of It or they're all we all fucked. know when You're
1: trying to gloss over like I didn't Really say that I mean I mainly just said I you said know, I didn't we. say I didn't like you I, I Just said yeah I, I said I we. said sometimes You do things I don't like but I <laughs> right. didn't Say it and it's like the second you start Doing that the real words if those ever Come yep. back you you said what you're Saying you didn't say you're it, for sure so Will you have a clip yes of Mitch McConnell Okay so basically
0: we've gone back and Forth now Chuck Schumer's like We're, we need the evidence and john bolton and nancy pelosi's like we're not gonna send the articles of impeachment over until you agree to at least let john bolton come in or some form of evidence that has now come up that we need to have at this at this hearing mitch mcconnell is standing in the senate this is the clip from a longer speech but this is really the what inca- this is a two-minute encapsulation of his response to this
3: we don't create impeachment over here mr president
0: Oh, I hate his voice
3: The house chose this road It's their duty to investigate It's oh. their duty to meet the very high bar For undoing a national election Right there, that's one and Speaker Pelosi herself once said It is the House's obligation to quote Build an ironclad case to act That's Speaker Pelosi It's the house's obligation to build an ironclad case to act End quote. If they fail, they fail. It's not the Senate's job to leap into the breach and search desperately for ways to get the guilty. That would hardly be impartial, Justice. The fact that my colleague is already desperate to sign up the Senate for new fact-finding, which House Democrats themselves were too impatient to see through, well, that suggests something to me. It suggests that even Democrats who do not like this president are beginning to realize how dramatically insufficient the House's rush process
0: Oh, shut the fuck been. up. I hate him so much. I can't <coughs> even play this whole clip out without expressing well, look, my rage. I, I, I have to eat Red Hots the during it. <laughs> sees
3: that too. If House Democrats' case is this deficient, this thin... The answer is not for the judge and jury to cure it over here in the Senate. The answer is the House should not impeach on this basis in the first place.
0: Mm, I
3: hate him. He needs
1: a tissue, too. Oh, my
3: God. If this ends up here in the Senate, we certainly do not need jurors to start brainstorming witnesses, witness lists for the prosecution and demanding to lock them in before we've even heard opening arguments.
0: Fuck you. Like, can you believe... Can you believe this? Basically, basically, he's saying the House didn't make a cl- an ironclad case, so we're not now going to come into the Senate and we're just going to be fishing around for trying to figure, find out evidence and just wishy-wishy-willy-willy-nilly willy, try and get witnesses and here and there. And it's just like... Can you imagine if you were at a real court case and you were being tried for murder and... You're in the middle of the trial And maybe like halfway through Like new evidence comes up And that would um, No Show that you're I innocent can't. And then the, the 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 judge or whatever is like You know what We don't do that here We don't see new evidence in here We don't hear other witnesses That actually does
1: happen If it was gathered Illegally or whatever well, But I, what I can't imagine Is the fact that This is supposed to be We're supposed to be able to have a checks and balances In the government I don't even remember shit From government and economics my senior year Because I did get caught cheating I was teacher's aide I I was so ahead and it was so easy that I was Teacher's aide and then I went In before each test got all the answers Out of the book I was grading and then I gave everyone In the whole class all the answers and then I got Destroyed but anyway all I remember Is checks and balances and anything I know Now I know from this podcast but like Checks and balances means there's there it, it keeps everything in check So there can't be like a gross abuse of power And that's completely been destroyed now yes And the fact that this guy You won't If you're not worried that his call with Ukraine Was shady, if you're so sure that Joe Biden And his son are going to get called in and subpoenaed mm-hmm. And then they're going to come in there And, and Hunter Biden's going to be like Yeah, I was making $400,000 a month And I never talked to anyone And basically they <laughs> wired it to me in a bank account That I had overseas Then, then do it Right. Why are you scared of John Bolton, the former national security advisor, testifying if he's not going to come in there and say Trump is doing impeachable things left and right? And it's, mm-hmm. it's, that's what's scary to me. It's because this yeah. isn't a legal proceeding, but at the end of the day, um, it has become impossible to get the truth out of this fucking it, our our whole government. It's not just Trump. Right. It didn't start with well, Trump and it won't end with him unless and, we fucking vote for Elizabeth Warren. Sorry. Yeah.
0: And I do <laughs> and this does make me think too with Mitch Mitch McConnell specifically who is who is abusing his power and is obstructing justice and is it needs to be, impeached, to be impeached. But also he is and what's so Fucking fucked up and Barbara Boxer said It because on am joy she asked Barbara Boxer And she said do you think Mitch McConnell is corrupt And she's like well the truth is it's like That's not really that easy to answer Because it's he's not necessarily Corrupt he's not necessarily doing Something illegal but what he's Doing is acting corruptly So he is acting Unethically he is acting Immorally he Mm -hmm. is acting Against the American People and only acting on his own
1: Fucking personal behalf And you know what, Mimia? All of the talk of Mitch McConnell's cock blocking for the Senate impeachment hearings is going to be the perfect segue into oh, our yeah. new favorite segment called Leaving People Voicemails.
4: Believe
2: it or not, George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beat. I must be out, or I pick up the phone. Where could I be? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not home.
3: George, pick up. I know you're screening for Allison.
2: Hey. So, coffee shop? No, I can't. She knows I go there. It's not secure. Hey, I got another call coming in. I gotta let the machine get it. Bye. <laughs> Believe it or not, George... Is at home? please leave a message at the beep. I must be out or I pick up the phone. Where could I be? It or not, I'm not home.
0: This segment is called "Leaving People Voicemails." The title is pretty self-explanatory, but it basically consists of people leaving other people
1: voicemails. We only invented this segment a month ago, and this is already the third time we've done it, (laughs) so hopefully you guys like it. Um, We're completely obsessed with it, so (laughs) if you subscribe to our Patreon and you want to do it, just record yourself leaving an important message for someone or even talking to them, and we will play it. If you don't know how to record a call, send us a message on the Patreon after you sign up, and we'll walk you through how to do it.
0: Now, the first time we did this, I left a voicemail for fecal face Stephen Miller. And then we outsourced the next voicemail to our showbiz friend, Michael Avenatti, who left a message for Republican Senator Lindsey Graham. It's important to note for any listeners that may want to do this, the message does not have to be negative. You can call and be like, I love you. I love you so much. Thank you for what you're doing. Or whatever your your message that you're dying to give, whatever it is. You want to leave it on their voicemail. But the first two were completely fucking negative. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and guess what? So's this next one. And it's fucking glorious. <laughs> it's
0: incredible. And he damn near dropped the mic, but he got cut off before he got to end on the perfect read. But it doesn't matter because the content of the message is not... To be fucked with.
1: And that's what happens when you ask a legendary defense attorney Roy Black to leave a message for someone. That shit turned into a cross-examination in 90 <laughs> seconds flat, honey. And not only that, he did it in a room full of people. I was standing there. I literally felt like I was watching You Can't Handle the Truth or what's that movie called? Yeah, a Few Good Men. Oh, yeah. A Few Good Men. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we were all
0: dying. Okay. Ex-
1: he was in front of the
0: fucking <laughs> The jury, the yeah. judge, the courtroom, and and he just was in a like in his perfect suit, just yeah. giving it to you, nailing giving it. it to you. Now, Roy Black is a literal icon. Um, we had him on the podcast in twenty eighteen because he represented the spy who wrote the goddamn Russia dossier. He's huge. He makes nine hundred fifty thousand dollars an hour to do lawyering on people, and that means that he's represented some very unethical characters, <laughs> but. He loathes Mitch McConnell so much that he wanted to leave a message for him and allow it to be recorded for this podcast for free.
1: That's right. Now, hopefully the eye of the shitstorm caught y'all up on what an absolute piece of shit, asshole, terrible human being Mitch McConnell is. Everyone hated him anyway, but his sabotage of the Senate impeachment hearing was the final straw, clearly, for Roy Black.
0: So here is Roy Black's message For Mitch McConnell, left directly on the voicemail.
1: Yes. Thank you for calling the Northern Kentucky office of U.S. Senator Mitch McConnell. Our office hours are 8.30 a.m. until 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. If you are calling during that time, we are presently on the other lines assisting callers. However, please feel free to leave your message. Be sure to leave your full name, your mailing address, and your phone number, including your area code. Thanks
4: again for calling. Senator McConnell, this is Roy Black. I'm a lawyer from Miami and a law professor at the University of Miami Law School. And I've spent my life dealing with the judicial system. I have tried cases for 50 years. I have taught lawyers how to try cases. I've done seminars throughout the United States. And the way the system works is that you present the charges, like an indictment or a complaint, just like the House is going to send to the Senate. And then you have a thing called a trial. At the trial, both sides are represented by lawyers, and they have the right to call witnesses. They have a subpoena power. They can put on witnesses. They can introduce exhibits. They can subpoena people, even those that work for the president, and they have to come in and tell the truth. And the whole purpose of that is to get to the absolute truth, not to the political spin, not the fantasy, not to lie, but to get to the ultimate truth of the matter. Did the president commit a high crime or misdemeanor? The only way we can do that is through a fair process. And I know when you re-examine your actions in this, you are now going to come. Now,
0: this is where he got cut off. Where do you think he was going with that? I think where he was going was I think if you re-examine your your actions on your this. actions on this you will come to see the the light which is that in order to come to the truth I
1: have to allow everyone equality within the hearing I loved the message it varied you were very um, passionate and very personal with Stephen Miller and Michael Avenatti oh, mm-hmm. was very He was short and to the point, also very cunty with Lindsey Graham. He was throwing some shade. Mm -hmm. Not far off the truth. Roy kept it. He's very logical. He's a lawyer to the end. Right. You know. To the fact, to the fact, to the fact, to the fact. He's just like, what's the law? What's the law? What's the law? He constantly, he can never get into the gray area. It drives Julie crazy because Julie (laughs) wants to be like, you know, let's go out on him. Well,
0: how do you, you can't have a philosophical conversation if you're, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because obviously like, and that's not a judgment on, you know, he's a... I'm right. Boy. He's married to the law. He loves the law. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like his arguments are going to fall underneath the parameter of the law. And so, by the way, there's no winning one with him because we've tried. And so... Mitch, well, unless you're going to... Mitch you McConnell argue law, can't win one either. <laughs> no. And unless unless you argue within the law, yeah. you there is not going to be... There's not going to be any... There's no. not even going to be a
1: conversation. And Mitch McConnell is arguing outside the law and right. outside of his goddamn mind. And I wish that he would would have a conversation with Roy. It was neat, it was concise and it was to the point even though the last point was cut off. I mean, he spanked him in my opinion. I think he spanked
0: him too and he basically said like you can't get to the truth unless you allow people to come and tell the truth. I mean, Now the
1: audio on Roy was um Dicey there, probably because we were standing in a kitchen in the hills, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, exactly we were standing around the kitchen. it was late at night, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean, yes, yeah. just-
1: but- Mitch McConnell still got that message or his office did now yes. we had to try like a few offices before. We could find an, one of the Senate offices that accepted messages, right, My Meow?
0: Yeah. So, when you, um, you'll find if you want to leave a message for someone, as we found, or as we we are developing the segment, that some offices don't accept messages and some do. So, for senators who have multiple offices, what I found is that like the DC office isn't going to let you leave a message because they're either full or they're just not going to deal with it. But like the local shim shammy, shime ash right. office is going to let you leave a
1: message. So and they're going to pass them all on whether he listens to them or not or, right. or gives them over to Elaine Chow to <laughs> di- to chop up and snort up her nose. We don't know. But <laughs> though we did get through to Stephen Miller. Yeah. So but it's there. The message has been sent. We want to thank Roy Black. He is welcome to leave a message anytime.
0: Yeah. And and, and just remember we uh, we might feel a little powerless right now, but we do feel our power when we're at least able to leave a message.
1: OK, now it's time to talk about a huge problem that is only just the tip of the iceberg.
0: OK, so this situation with Iran doesn't appear to be turning into- Iran, <laughs> Iran. Iran doesn't appear to be turning into a war anymore. But the shit goes so fucking deep, and Trump killing their top dude was clearly just the t t t t t t of the motherfucking iceberg.
1: Right. So we told you last week that Trump randomly had a major Iranian general killed. So then Iran got super pissed, and then threatened us, and then Trump got fake pissed and tweet threatened them, basically telling Iran that if they do one single fucking thing, he had fifty-two quote culturally significant areas that he was going to drop bombs on.
0: So Iran was kind of screwed and couldn't retaliate without officially starting the war and getting all their shit blowed up. So what they did, they shot down a Ukrainian passenger flight going from Tehran to Ukraine. They literally shot a missile into a regular airplane filled with civilians and pretended it was an
1: accident. I mean, it's beyond... Like, I never know the this exact saying, but I've been... I For whatever reason, it's been popping up in my life a lot this week. But it's something like, don't ask permission, just ask forgiveness. Uh-huh. Do you remember me asking you about that? Uh, we have talked about that because yeah. I had to
0: do something recently where you told me to yeah. do exactly that. Don't
1: ask permission, just ask forgiveness. So I feel all like right. my dad taught it to me and it's so on brand with my dad and all of his problems. And I feel like that's what I ran did here. Like... Like Mm. they just did it. They Mm. knew exactly what they were doing. We're not quite sure why, but they did it. And all they just need to say is, "Whoops, it was an accident. Sorry." And anytime someone says sorry, you're 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 a dick if you don't go. I accept your apology, (laughs) and you don't want to accept the apology a lot of times. You're like, I don't like your sorry. It's not enough. Say it a different way. And it's like, and it's like, but that's all. That's what you do. You ask forgiveness, and that people have to give it, and it's fucking annoying they purposely shot down a passenger plane with not one single American on it, okay? That wasn't an accident. And they didn't mean to do it, and they apologized, and it was clearly a message of some kind, but not one that could be interpreted as starting a war. Now, like, I don't know what the message is. You don't know. I mean, we can get... I don't know, but I can tell you that my conspiracy theory about it... we're gonna go so deep meta, so conspiracy, it's the only way you can go. But regardless, one thing that a message such as that was an accident, we're sorry is that we're not trying to start a war. But what you did want to do was kill 175 motherfucking people, and that's what you did. So now they did kill 175 innocent people, many of them Iranians, and we are still the assholes for killing one terrible fucking douche military general who knew the risks when he became a military general. That's what that means. I'm a military general. Whoops, I could be killed at any time. Well, he also is a terrorist. He's a terrorist, but we're the assholes for killing him. And they then shot 175 of their own fucking citizens. It was not an accident. You have enough fucking drones and machines to know that that was a passenger flight. It was a Ukrainian consumer passenger flight. Mm -hmm. You shot a missile at it. Uh, So Trump kills the guy. Right. There's fucking now it's going
0: to be World War Three. Right. Oh my god! Oh, oh, the Iranian people are going crazy. He's a martyr. He's the the the. That's the, right.
1: Oh my god! He was a hero all of a he sudden. He was a
0: hero all of a sudden, and all now all of a sudden the people are coming together. Meanwhile, they were already they they were falling. They were coming not coming apart because the that government fucking sucks, and those people are oppressed. It's never about the people, for the most part. It's about the governments. Right? The people, for We're the not most part, at the people in Iran want to live a normal, comfortable, safe, and peaceful life. That's and they what deserve want, to. And uh, every single person does. And what? And, and then you know what happens? As we've learned, shitty governments, shitty fucking ugly men, and yeah. also uh, factions of fundamental religious fucking assholes, men. So anyway, now the plane, all the shit goes down. We're going back and forth. There's tweeting. There's this. The people are uprising. They're coming together. Oh, now, all of a sudden, the government is amazing. And Trump is doing all this shit. He's at a press conference. Mm-hmm. And they ask him about the Ukrainian plane. There was one horrible, awful, horror, hideously embarrassing press conference where Trump had to basically explain what happened with every single thing. And why we're safer now? How great the military is? How awesome America is? All the bullshit. Right. The motherfucker sniffed fifty six times, and he slurred to the point where he said sh- he sounded like Marshallah. <laughs> so fine. Well, then he gives another one, and they ask him about the the plane. Now, since information has come out since this particular press conference, well, because conference, the thing was however, that you guys
1: that even though they apologized and claimed it was an accident. They spent days on end denying it was them. Yes. And by the way, A, you don't need to deny um, an, something, if it, deny it was you if it was truly an accident. You mm-hmm. just don't need to. B, um, it was so fucking obvious that Iran had done it that Ukraine <laughs> knew the second they saw the crash site. Like 0. 0.1 seconds after they got there, they were like, oh, they shot their own, this plane down. Iran did it. See, Trump knew it was them and couldn't have given two shits because since it wasn't a clear attack on us, he was just skip to my loo, my fucking darling yeah. all the way down the road. So
0: now, so here is Trump at his skip to my loo, my yeah. darling down the motherfucking road height. Okay? Right. Just listen. Just listen. Yeah. Just listen.
2: It, it's a tragic thing when I see that. It's a tragic thing. Uh <laughs> But somebody could have made a mistake on the other side, could have, could have made a mistake. It was flying, it was, it was flying in uh, – not our system. No, it has nothing to do with us. Uh, it was flying in a or they'd be pretty all rough neighborhood. Yeah. A rough and neighborhood. And somebody could have made a mistake. <laughs> uh, some people say it was mechanical. Uh, I personally don't go. think that's uh, even a question. No, because you already as as... know. You, you've been told. So we'll see told. what happens. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't want to get – that's up to them at some point they'll he, release the black box. no he's been
1: told ukraine told them i they'd think get he it already knew bones, i think he knew part of you if they gave it to well, france knew anyway, or they, if knew. they
2: gave it to some other country that would be okay too i think you know too. ideally that will be released be i have okay a feeling too. that uh, it's just some very terrible something very terrible happened
1: can yeah, i tell you you know what happened. And, and but for a fact he did know there because because they all knew once they saw the crash site it was all they all knew they just didn't tell us his smugness in the clip is palpable, okay? Yeah, yeah. He actually believes, this motherfucker actually believes that they ha- that by shooting that plane down, that they conceded to his upper hand. Like, his tweet threat to bomb the high-level, culturally <laughs> significant Iranian sites was all uh-huh. that it took, and now they're just going to back on down. Right. He literally thinks that they shot the plane down, and they're like, whoops. And it's like, you're such a fucking douche. So he tweeted, acknowledging plane shot down is a step in the right direction i insist on immediately completing identification of the bodies and their return to ukraine the perpetrators must be held accountable we look forward to further legal and technical cooperation even in the tweet even in the tweet he's smug he feels he's acting as if i just feel like he's acting like he's like this done deal we moated him to the ground and i'm like there's something very shady and 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 um
0: um, in cahoots, going on, the fact that they're Ukrainian, the fact that or Iranian Ukrainian, you know what I mean? That yeah, Trump is being—they were both—that Ukraine is a part of what's going on with the impeachment. Ukraine is a part of what is, why Trump is in trouble. The fact that Ukrainians uh, slash Iranians are all murdered, but that he now is Trump is able to come in and act like some kind of hero. Right? There's something about this that is so fucking deeply disturbingly.
1: Yep. And ukraine knew. ukraine knew like i said the minute they saw that crash uh, site they knew and then we're like this yeah no we're gonna sit on this <laughs> it's like what do you mean like i know i guess it's all diplomacy and blah 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 and their the president is a fucking former comedian but it's like no this they is- shot a plane out of the sky that had normal people on it minding yeah. their own business how are you not going over there and going fuck off it's because they're all in it together, I swear to God. Like, yeah. I just. And um, not for nothing, by the way, threatening to bomb religious areas or government buildings, which is what Trump, like, implied in his thing of 52 areas. Yeah. That's a blatant, literal war crime. Yes. But that that's fine. Fast. Like, that's right. everyone's just like, oh, what are we going to do? Impeach him twice? I and mean, he's already getting impeached. I was, yeah, right. go ahead and add it to the list. Yeah. Go ahead and throw it on the list. Yeah. Okay. At the third article, Nance. Uh, now it's time for So There's That. Uh, Now it's time for the part of the show where I make Julie find one good thing that's happening because of or in spite of the current administration. She hates doing it. And we were told by our very first producer that most people have already turned the podcast off by now anyway. <laughs> so this is really just for us and like three other people, but whatever. Today's fucking awesome and I love it. So tell them, meow meow, what is the So There's That moment for this week? Well, not to...
0: okay. Let's just get right into it, okay? Okay. I wish that I could have played this entire thing and just made this entire... So there's that... The whole episode. This this icon, this legend, this genius, this... I'm going to say, like... uh, I've talked about him before on here. I'm obsessed with him. I ended up watching his shows, like, three times in a row. and So Ricky Gervais hosted the Golden Globes his fifth time, and as we know, he, 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 he makes a splash every time he does it because he says something that offends people or whatever. He doesn't give a fuck. He's fucking hilarious. Now, in his opening monologue, he reads these motherfuckers to filth. And I just, we both, just, we both... There was no other there's no there's nothing else of this week that could it could have been but this in an atmosphere of smug, self-congratulatory, rich people (laughs) in a room giving themselves awards. He is the breath of air that we need in there to decompress the balloon of the collective ego that's in that room and to deflate everybody that's in there, including himself, because the only way you can you know you should be allowed in that room Is to walk in humbly and leave even More humble so Yeah, and, the,
1: and by the way You do check yourself when you check other people Yeah because you because you're just yeah you're checking Your ego and and also it usually Ends up with a lot of people like treating you like shit Which also <laughs> right, makes you humble right. it's like no One likes me here great right
0: yeah And you're and you're fucking facing A room of people and telling them That they're assholes yeah basically And they are
1: and especially the globes Because it's TV it's It's all the things which is annoying because then they're all... And then also it's like comedy and musical. So it's everyone. Usually they see the Academy Awards. Academy Awards fucked up too and now they do comedy and musical. But it's like it used to just be like drama so you didn't have to deal with smug now comedians. Right.
0: And also this is like the entertainment industry and that's fine and people have their platform and go and be like everybody and women get paid the same and trans rights and gay rights and women's rights and okay, fine. However... He brings it to another yeah. fucking level. Another level. And before I even play this clip, which is going to be just the button on the, on the on the jacket of the buttons, <laughs> is um, he said so many other things that I just we just didn't have time for. So go online,
1: find his whole speech. I'm sure a lot of them have seen it. Probably probably went around Facebook and stuff. But oh. you know this isolated. I like this isolated clip because. It just cuts to the heart of the matter, and
0: just with and for us particularly, as um, you know, as we follow Elizabeth Warren and we we talk about these corporations, and it just really put. Um...
1: Hey, I've been talking about China's on for years now. I've been mm-hmm. going in on Amazon. I've been going in on Mark Zuckerberg, and I have taken shit for it. Everybody loves their Facebook. Everybody loves <laughs> Amazon, and I was just like. Well, I put a button right on my jacket of buttons during
0: exactly. Well, during this week where we almost went to war, where our president is slurring and sniffing and we're embarrassing. I mean, we've been just slurring awful. and sniffing too. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> this just made me feel I felt so I almost felt like. We we were saying I felt like it we were him yeah
1: and I honestly loved looking at <laughs> loved stupid it. fuck Tom Hanks being Ugh. a fucking loser yeah and all these people in the audience being yeah. fucking little losers yeah. and then I look at Sienna Miller who's so pretty and she's British and she had this biggest smile on her face and I was just like that's right. The Brit, the cr- the cutest girl in the room and the Brit, she has a fucking sense of humor. She probably has a pint sitting right in front of her on the table. <laughs> I fucking love her and I was like that's right. All the Brits, nobody was taking themselves too seriously except mm-hmm. all the fucking Americans. Like, right. you know what, Tom Hanks? Your fucking wife, Rita fucking Wilson, <laughs> was bugging on about her makeup artist. Didn't show up um, all on Twitter for hours. Her hair person didn't show up and it's like oh my god, talk about pretentious. And
0: just like the, it's just not imp- i mean i know in the moment every one one living moment you have it's important to you but like tweeting out that your hair makeup person is an hour and a half late like lady go fucking save pick up a go, curling iron like- asshole
1: <laughs> you're not fucking
3: paralyzed
0: right, you don't do have, your own you have stupid arms. hair that's exactly like these are not real th- issue these are issues you know what i mean and it's just like you have all the money in the world just i don't want to hear about it so Ricky Gervais, I say unto you, uh, I, I bow unto you. Yeah, I, I bend worthy. to me. Straight up, I bend knee. Not worthy. I bend we're to me. Not
1: worthy.
5: Apple roared into the the TV game with a morning show, a superb drama. Yeah, Julie was
1: on that. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, Boom. well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? <laughs> so, if you do win uh, an award tonight- You have to
1: play it again. Don't to use it, it again. as a,
5: a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right? <laughs> Come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your god, and, and fuck and off. Fuck off. You say you're woke. You say you're woke. Yep.
0: Play it again, now. Thank your agent and your god. I...
5: Oh. Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show. A superb drama, yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well you say you work, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable, Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right? Come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God. And, and f- fuck off. <laughs> they have to censor it. So,
0: So there's that.
1: So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening. If you haven't yet, please consider subscribing to our Patreon podcast. It's $1 for one hour podcast a week and $2 for two hour long podcasts a week. It's basically a dollar a podcast and you can even set a cap. So if you only want one Patreon podcast a month, then go to patreon.com slash Dumb Gay Politics and sign up to be a $1 patron and set your fucking monthly cap at $1 (laughs) or set it at $2. You don't have to subscribe to all of them. Although, That's right. Although some people do, some
0: people do, which is um, really the best thing to do, and they think it's worth it. Okay, we got the nicest message from someone on Sunday after we posted the two dollar bonus Patreon episode. We don't usually drop them on Sundays, and we put that one up later than we, you know, than we like. And a few hours after we posted it, we got this private message on Patreon from Allison.
1: And don't forget, that was the hot mess. We were high as kites, <laughs> hot mess, and it was just so nice to get this message.
0: Today is the six year anniversary of my mom dying It was emotional exhausting and downright a day I wanted to crawl into a hole I was deep in my feelings when I got the notification that a new episode was up Turned it on and I smiled and laughed I haven't laughed or smiled on January 12th in six years So thank you you don't know how much this moment meant to me
1: (laughs) I know so sweet it was so so sweet and just like You know I I messaged her and asked if it was okay if we read it on here and And she said, yeah. And I was like, you know, it seems really, it felt really exploitative to kind of ask her that, especially after she sends a message. But I was like, you know, so many people, like we said at the top of the podcast, so many people get deep in their feelings and so many people are going and suffering through loss and sickness and, and fear about, about so many different things. And people even just, I mean, it sounds trite to some of you, but even people lose like their animals and it's like, like they spend years mourning these animals and it's like you don't at any given time people are just suffering through loss so it helps for people to know that there's someone else out there you know just so many people that listen to this that are struggling and I was just happy that she even turned it on and didn't go oh these dumb (laughs) bitches why am I gonna listen to these two high whores (laughs) so sweet Uh. so we're happy you know that that you wrote us Allison and we you know we appreciate what you said absolutely we appreciate and happy that you were able to laugh and as always it's been real and it's been fun but mostly it's been gay and it's been real dumb go to bed wigs
3: <laughs>
2: how'd you do I see you've met my faithful handyman hand. he's just a little broad dine because when you knocked he thought you were the candy man don't get strung up Maybe play a song. You look black, like you're both pretty grooving. Or if you want something visual that's not two of too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry.
3: Right.
2: We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. from transsexual Transylvania And <laughs> I'm just a sweet transvestite Sweet From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So, come up to the left